Look, odds are you haven't beaten The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom yet, so don't worry about spoilers for this one. You can watch this nerdy sermon without getting anything other than the actual like first five to 15 minutes of the game being spoiled for you. I say you haven't beaten it because I'm 50 hours in at this point and I don't feel like I'm even close to wrapping up this story and I love it. Tears of the Kingdom is wrecking my sleep schedule and I am so absolutely here for it. I loved Breath of the Wild. I low-key feel like this new entry has taken the best and worst parts of the original and improved upon them in every conceivable way. But I also think that so far, this is the culmination of the Zelda lore that has been building for so long. Like, I'm not even talking about just since like Skyward Sword did the whole timey-wimey thing, but since the very beginning of the hallowed ground of the Triforce. Could I use the Triforce to talk about the Triune God? <laughs> sure could. But instead, I wanna talk about how the Triforce relates to you. Link may be the hero in this story, but he pales in comparison to you, you beautiful person. Let's talk about it. Folks, welcome to Checkpoint Church, where nerds, geeks, and gamers come Folks, welcome to Checkpoint Church, where nerds, geeks, and gamers come together to talk about faith games and feeling weirdly conflicted about the whole murdering Koroks thing that keeps like popping up in memes. I, I just, it makes me a little uncomfy. I am your nerd pastor, Nate. If you like these Wiggity Dies, be sure to sub, hit that bell, and find out when our next one drops. Folks, as always, we're going to be starting this one with our scripture and our liturgist who is reading today's passage. So today's passage is going to be from Joshua, chapter 1, verses 2 through 10. As always, we'll be reading from the NRSV UE. That's our preferred translation on the screen. Uh, if you have a translation that you prefer, feel free to use that one as well. With that, I'm going to turn it over to our guest liturgist, Zando Calrissian. Zando, take it away. My servant Moses is dead. Now proceed to cross the Jordan, you and all this people, into the land that I am giving to them, to the Israelites. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon I have given to you, as I promised to Moses, from the wilderness in the Lebanon as far as the great river, the river Euphrates. All the land of the Hittites to the great sea in the west shall be your territory. No one shall be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not fail you or forsake you. Be strong and courageous, for you shall lead this people to possess the land that I swore to their ancestors to give them. Only be strong and very courageous, being careful to act in accordance with all the law that my servant Moses commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, so that you may be successful wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. You shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to act in accordance with all that is written in it. For then you shall make your way prosperous, and then you shall be successful. I hereby command you, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened or dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Then Joshua commanded the officers of the people. First off, what is Tears of the Kingdom? Well, this is the latest entry into the Legend of Zelda franchise and a sequel to the iconic Breath of the Wild that redefined Nintendo and the Switch back in 2017. This game wastes little to no time with picking up the story from where everything left off in the last one. After a brief time skip, Link and Zelda are exploring some strange mines that are found underneath Hyrule Castle whenever they find a spooky skeleton that they obviously shouldn't mess with, and then everything goes wrong, the skeleton comes to life, Link loses an arm, and Zelda falls into the abyss of nothingness. Link then wakes up with a new shiny gross Edward Elric arm and a mysterious voice guiding him through the halls of a dank cave he finds himself in. He follows the guidance of the voice, finds himself at the edge of a cliff of a floating island that has nowhere to go. It was here where I, along with everyone else playing this game for the first time, realized what you gotta do. You gotta jump. 
Okay, wait, 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 wait. We, we moved way too fast right there. So much happened, so many names. What is going on? Let's break it down. As you play through the Legend of Zelda series, there are a few things that one must know. Number one, there's always going to be some form of Link, always going to be some form of Zelda, always going to be some form of Ganon. There's also going to be some interplay of the Triforce, and all of this is destined. Not predestined, but destined. First off, who is Link? Well, Link is the hero, but maybe it's better to actually start with the Triforce. The Triforce is the ultimate power of the universe, forged by the three golden goddesses, Din, Nehru, and Ferore, who created the realm of Hyrule. The three parts of the Triforce are as follows. You have power, you have courage, and you have wisdom. The Triforce, like most MacGuffins, is an impossible source of power that allows the person who finds it to make a kind of limitless wish. The Kingdom of Hyrule itself is also kind of connected to the Triforce's power in that it reflects whatever condition the Triforce is actively experiencing. For instance, if it's safe and protected, Kingdom of Hyrule's doing pretty okay. Maybe some monsters, but generally all right. If the Triforce is in the hands of an evildoer, however, then there is a prophecy. This prophecy essentially states that if and when the Triforce is held by evil, then a hero will be destined to stand against that evil. Thus, we have Link. Link is the hero of destiny that will always rise to stand up against the evil presence. Regardless of when in time the story takes place, the game will always begin with evil taking the Triforce or whatever the equivalent is in that story, and then the hero will be destined to rise against them, and then you have Zelda. Other than just being the namesake of the legend, Zelda is most often a sage-like figure in the story, focused on protecting the kingdom while also guiding Link in some way, shape, or form while he goes on his journey. It's not always the case, but this makes for a pretty clean derision of these characters as follows. You have Ganon, sometimes Dorf, who is the seeker of power, the first part of the Triforce. Then you have Zelda, who is often the seeker or holder of wisdom. And finally, you have Link, who is the seeker or holder of courage. Ganon is usually the one that kicks things off with the destined inciting incident, but Zelda and Link always show up in some way, shape, or form as equal thirds of the destined prophecy. That brings us back to this goofy cliff from the beginning of the game. Link is, once again, destined to save the day. And you know what? He jumps off that cliff, and the opening stinger hops onto the screen with a blaring saxophone solo. It's dope. But I feel like there's always been this big question looming over this story. Why is Link courage instead of power? You get pretty doggone powerful in these games. Well, Link has to be courage because you are courage. But before we look at that, let's take a look at the scripture for this one. Now, it's not super often that we look to the Old Testament during these nerdy sermons, since my focus is usually on getting Jesus to the front of the conversation in these like super fast 15 minute videos right away. But since we're talking lore, it kind of makes sense to look at some of that hashtag Jesus lore. This passage comes from Joshua and contains one of the most popular Bible drill memory verses out there. So apologies to my ex-fundies that watch these. Be bold and courageous for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Now, this is a great message, but make no mistake that this isn't a message of rainbow and butterflies. That's why I placed the start of this passage where I did. The people of Israel were rescued from captivity in Egypt by Moses. They've been wandering around for this supposed promised land for an entire generation of people. Many have died and now, Moses has died before they make it to the promised land. This is an ego hit for the burgeoning nation of Israel. Now it's up to this guy named Joshua to pick up the pieces of a shattered nation that has wandered aimlessly for a whole generation and move them forward into the place they were supposed to be the entire time. So the Lord speaks to Joshua directly in the start of our passage. And it's like, Moses is dead, get moving. Go through this area and then this area to this area. Make your way into the land that I've promised you. No one will be able to stand against you, but they certainly will try. So be strong and courageous. Actually, you know what? Scratch that. Be strong and 
very courageous. No, scratch that one too. I command you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it a command. Be strong and courageous. The Lord says it three times in this chunk to really settle the point in this story. Joshua needs to be strong and courageous. What, because the water of the river is gonna be rough? Maybe it's just a really like steep incline? No. No, Joshua and the nation of Israel are far from done on the battle before them. They will have to fight and continue to journey onward to this promised land. And strength and courage are gonna be needed for the trials and literal wars that are ahead of them. In a sense, this is the Lord proclaiming a sort of destiny on what's ahead for Joshua, but not the kind of predestined destiny that's like this butterfly effect of events like going on. Instead, this is a kind of destiny where the Lord is commanding strength and bravery and assurance that Joshua will be the one to do this thing. And then, like a miracle, Joshua gets started. As I read this passage in study for this nerdy sermon, I couldn't get the image out of my head of Link making the jump off of that platform. The confidence, the courage, the strength that it takes to make the leap and do the thing. That's the true meaning of this Bible verse that so many of us were bribed with bookmarks and candies to memorize. It's not even really about like standing strong. It's about making the leap and moving forward towards something better and newer and promised to us. Joshua moves forward towards the promised land via the destined assurance of a Lord that is with him as he brings the courage and strength that he has to this thing. Link moves forward towards saving Hyrule, again, via the destined assurance of who? Well, I don't wanna inflate your ego too much here, but it's kinda you. Link will bring the mechanics and the playability, but it's you that are Link's destiny that keep him going forward. Now, the game never gets this meta, although maybe it will someday, I kinda hope not, but we can look at the meta ourselves and see that Link is the courageous force that he is because we, are the courageous force. If you don't push that joystick forward, Link never makes the jump. In this moment of the game, the developers are forcing you to be courageous, to trust them that they put water below to land in, sure, but also to trust them that your courage will be rewarded. You were destined to make that leap. Just be strong and courageous. Now, am I taking a video game too seriously? Folks, come on. Unless you're just new here, this is our 101st nerdy sermon. Taking things too seriously, kind of what we do. But that doesn't mean that there's nothing to this argument. Link is courage because Link is you and you are courage. Through a series of video games and choices, Nintendo has fostered in you a sense of courage and bravery and strength. So what can we do with all of this? What does this strength, this bravery, this courage mean for us today? Now, I don't know about you, but I don't always feel strong and courageous. Sometimes I feel like I have no control. Sometimes I feel like I can't do anything right. Sometimes I question my own worth as a person. I doubt that there's any deeper purpose behind this thing that I'm doing called life. Maybe you struggle with those same questions, those same doubts. But here's the Jesus part that normally comes way earlier in these sermons. You are destined to keep moving forward towards something greater. Christ died and rose again so that you might be able to enter into a perfection that was exhibited by Christ's life on earth. There are going to be struggles. It's going to be tough. Some days are going to really suck. Some people are going to cause you heartache or worse, real harm. But hear the commandment of the Lord to Joshua. Be strong and courageous. Scratch that. Be strong and very courageous. Actually, really, just be strong 
and courageous because there are better days ahead. There is a promised land. And we pray that earth may look more like it with every passing moment. Thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. An extension of one of our three things, you matter. We believe that you matter and that you should go on living because of that. We believe you should be strong and courageous because you matter. We believe you matter because Jesus declares the Lord will be with you along the way and we're here with you too. So whether you're seeking power, courage, or wisdom, know that you're always welcome here at Checkpoint Church. Folks, thank you so much for watching this video. I so appreciate you taking time out of your busy days to join us on these nerdy deep dives every single week. If you want more of what Checkpoint Church has to offer, we are streaming on Twitch every single Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. If you want to hop over tomorrow on Monday, it's going to be my birthday stream uh, here on May 29th. So that's always super fun if you wanted to know my birthday. Or if you don't want to hop on a Twitch stream, but you would like more right here, right now, you can always go join our Discord server. We're live there 24-7. We're always hanging out and having tons of fun over there. So be sure to join one of those spaces. I'll link both of them down below. Hey. If you liked this video, which if you watched this far, odds are you probably did, then be sure to let us know that this is one of your favorites by clicking that thumbs up. I really do check those thumbs ups to see which videos really work for you. So let me know that you liked this one so that we can make more just like it. Maybe you're wanting more nerdy sermons to watch after watching this one. Well, another character worth emulating, not unlike Link, uh, might be Vash from Trigun Stampede. So I might recommend that you go watch that one. Or if you want to talk a little bit about Destiny that isn't quite as good, isn't quite as positive, then you could go watch our video on God of War Ragnarok. Or if you want to learn more about hopeful characters in the midst of a hopeless place, you could go watch our video on the anime Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Quick question for you folks. What's a moment where a video game has challenged you to be brave, to be strong, to have courage. I think Undertale remains to just be one of my perpetual favorites. It really challenges who you are and the way that you are, and it gets super meta in a way that I just super enjoy. In case you didn't know I like the video game Undertale, that's a joke because if you've been in this community, you know this already. But yeah, let me know down in the comments down below what's a video game moment that has challenged you to be brave. I would love to read those later. With that, we're gonna end this video with our three things that we believe to be true about every single one of you out there. Number one, we believe that God loves you, like really, really loves you. Number two, we love you, we want community with you. That's what we're doing here on YouTube and Twitch and Discord. And number three, we believe that you, yes, you matter. You are a person of sacred worth. The world is a better place. Why? Because you are in it. Be strong and courageous because you matter. Folks, with that, until the next time that I see you, whether it be on Twitch for my birthday tomorrow, whether it be on our Discord right here, right now, or whether it be same time, same place here on our YouTube channel next week, I look forward to seeing you then. Till next time, bye-bye! Uh, he's, he's uh, you know, he's got a bit of a Jersey accent. It's just turning into Jersey. Hey, don't call me a raccoon. <laughs> Spot on, dude. Spot on, dude. Here we go. Okay, here's Rocket Raccoon. Mm, excuse me. I need to take this seriously. We have a celebrity reading poetry today, okay? Okay. Mm. Rocket. 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 <laughs>